I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good morning. My name's Adam Jones. I'm one of the co-authors of the FT's management blog. I'm here at the FT's London headquarters to talk to Roger Martin, the dean of the Rotman School of Management of the University of Toronto. We're here to talk about how managers often get sucked into talking about false either-or choices, when it seems that option A is incompatible with option B, when actually, according to Roger's theory, the two options could somehow be synthesised with a bit of creative thinking. Now, Roger, um, you um, have framed this um, problem in terms of um, integrative thinking, and that's what you think differentiates the the top managers um, from those who get bogged down in binary either-or choices. Why does that happen where uh, managers get, think that there's only one or one of two options that they could choose? Well, often they end up thinking uh, there's only one right way because they've looked at the world and modeled the world. They've kind of created an understanding of that world that then they confuse with reality. It's actually their model, their abstraction, but it's a reality, and they say, well... I think the world works this way. And so if somebody comes up with another model, rather than saying, what are the meritorious aspects of that? What are they paying attention to that I didn't pay attention to? How could I build some of that into mine? They're more inclined to say, well, that's different, and it conflicts with mine, so it must be wrong, so I should stick with, with uh, my model. And it would be dangerous to even think about that other model. Uh, because then I might get convinced that it's that it's better, and wouldn't that be a, uh, a problem? So they almost prevent themselves from thinking about what's better than these two models. So when uh, managers are seeking to frame a business problem and how they might go about tackling it, what is the best way of going about that without getting sucked into that binary opposition? Well, one thing is to get other people's help uh, in framing uh, problems. You can only see what you see, right? The old expression, you don't know what you don't know. Uh, And other people can know things that you don't know, i.e. they'll look at a situation and because of their experience, their background, uh, their frame of it, they'll see things that you don't see. They'll see causal relationships that you might not. And so I think uh, if if you frame things and dive into problems all by yourself, you'll quickly get into if you're not careful, narrowing things down and getting a narrow picture uh, that that then makes it hard to come up with something creative out of because you aren't looking at enough from which to extract something creative. So it's a case of using other people to uh, stop yourself from applying an unconscious filter to the information that you're taking in. Yeah, that's that, that's a very good way of, uh, of putting it because it is a, it is a very unconscious uh, filter and just by interacting with somebody else, they can they can get you thinking. Oh wow, I had, I had, I had never thought of that. Uh, and often what you what you mean is I didn't mean to uh, filter that out. Um, and what are some good examples of of uh, business leaders who have um, framed problems in a way that really kind of differed um, 
from how they were framed previously and have found perhaps a third way um, that didn't necessarily involve an either-or situation. Sure. One, one might be uh, Izzy Sharp, the founder of Four Seasons uh, Hotel, the, the most successful and largest luxury hotel chain in the world. He faced what people told him was an either-or choice, either build small motels, uh, low-cost kind of small motels, or big city, uh, center city convention uh, hotels. He didn't like the lack of amenities of the, f- of the former, the small motel, but he liked their intimacy and comfort and the opposite for the large uh, city centers. Lots of amenities, but cold and, and unfriendly. And instead of that, he engineered an, a new model, which was the medium-sized luxury hotel with, with great intimacy and comfort and, and fantastic service uh, that was smaller than people thought could be made to work uh, in, in terms of the, affording the amenities, et cetera. So he has got the best luxury hotel chain in the world on the basis of rejecting it's an either-or and instead creating a new, better model. And when um, managers are uh, consulting with people to try and screen out their, their own unconscious prejudices, I mean, how worried should they be about um, issues like confidentiality? Uh, if you're trying to get a, a view from outside the company, for instance, you might be worried that uh, you'll give something away that really should be kept within the organization. You know, I, I don't think that's, that's an unrealistic fear, but I think it tends to be exaggerated. I mean, I think there are cases where, where people have thought their secrets have been uh, stolen by an outsider, but I, I think in most situations you can, you can sign confidentiality agreements and the like. And, and I think... I, I actually think more of it is an issue of confidence. I, I think actually sometimes people within organizations, CEOs, won't consult with with somebody within the organization because they sort of fear that their model will be trumped by somebody somebody else's or they will be seen as not being very leaderly. And one of the things I found with my research is it's, it's, the, it's the CEOs or the senior managers who consult widely with other, other people are viewed as the most decisive and most leaderly. And it's because they exude the confidence that says, you know, we're going to come up with a great idea. It doesn't have to be 100% mine. So I, I think while it's a fear, it's probably uh, more exaggerated than, than it ought to be. Um, another potential problem with um, very, very deep and extensive consultation is that sometimes it's hard to actually reach a decision um, at the end of that process. And when do you actually call, call a halt to the consultation? Um, how, how should uh, managers avoid that potential problem? Well, I think it's by having a real standard in your mind of what is a sufficiently elegant solution. Um, and, and this is, again, what I, what I found with the, the folks I, uh, I interviewed on, on this front and studied is that they, they really had a sense that said, mm, this isn't a good enough decision. There's too much of an unpleasant trade-off here. And then they get to a point where they say, good, this is good enough to go on. Now, they don't necessarily say that's going to be the perfect answer, but they say, we can go with this, and we'll try it out, and maybe we'll, Im- we'll improve whatever. So Izzy Sharp, we'll build, we'll build the inn on the park in, in, in London and see how that works, and then we'll Im- improve on that. But it's establishing that sense in advance of what, what's my standard for how good an answer has to be for me to say it's okay. Not, perfe- not perfection. They're not perfectionist. It's, just, it's good enough. And uh, a final question about the current, uh, 
uh, what I would describe as a climate of fear uh, in, in business at the moment. There's talk of recession. Um, there's great fears about the security of um, the, uh, the financial products that um, have boomed over recent years. I mean, what kind of uh, false binary oppositions do you think uh, managers might be getting sucked into right now? Well, I, I mean, I, th I think you're, you're right to point out, I, I think fear is a real, dr a real driver of saying, I, I have to choose, I have to choose right now, and if I wait, uh, bad things will, will happen. So I think when, when fear descends, there's more of this, this kind of binary, uh, binary notion. And, uh, you know, and, 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 I, and I'd argue the interesting thing that's happened with Bear Stearns is it would be an, an example right the 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 offer's now been upped a mere five times for it well i think it's fear that drove him to say we either let bear stearns go down and they destroy the financial system or sell it to jp morgan for for 2 bucks a, a a share well you know it's turning out that that's actually evidently wasn't the choice it's 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 let it go down or sell it for 10 dollars a share five times as much that's a, maybe a trite or simple example, but I think I think when you frame those things, it's, it's either this or that, and both of them are both of them are negative. We're going to really you know punish the shareholders terribly, or we're going to destroy the financial system. No, there's there's probably some other answer that'll be a, 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 a better answer. Roger Martin, thank you very much for your time. Hey, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.